This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. <laughs> and welcome to the Sexy Beast Hollywood. 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 Oh, God, we fucked it already. We've lost the respect of everyone already. Start again. Turn, st- okay. Face this way and then turn okay. around and start again. You ready? Right, yeah, yeah. And start again. Welcome to the Sexy Beast Halloween Show. Oh. Give us a cheer if you listened to Sexy Beast before. Yay. Right. Well, then, you, of course, you know our world famous theme song, which we're going to sing together. Here yeah. we go. Get that sexy beast. You're just so sexy. Are you a Loch Ness monster? Or are you Bigfoot? Cryptid, supernatural vampires. Everyone! Tony and Jago. Who's that? Hey, 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 come on after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh with me? Smack me. With a Bigfoot dick, you can slap with me. Blasphemy. You dare come at me with a Bigfoot dick and Loch Ness monster pussy? They're very sexy beasts. Yay! Yeah, well done. Uh, well, thank you so much uh, for coming out. Uh, I am, I'm going to introduce myself after my favorite Halloween costume, Tony Sexy Cat. Well, <laughs> as you can see, I'm dressed of uh, James Corden's portrayal of Bustopher Jones in the upcoming, upcoming Cats movie. Uh, and my co-host is always not Mark Jago, uh-uh. but our pal Jordan Daniel. Give us a cheer if you know Mark Jago from the show. Right, well, Jago, uh, Jago, unfortunately, can't be here because, no word of a lie... True story. He shit so hard, he burst his lung. His lung exploded. His lung genuinely exploded. Yeah. He's still in recovery. I was actually in hospital with him, and a nurse came in, and the nurse was like, right, so you've popped your lung. Uh, you're going to have to have invasive surgery that's going to last about a month in terms of recovery. You're going to be in severe pain, but we'll give you a bit of morphine at the start. And he said, uh, did you hear that? Getting free morphine. I'm like, did you hear? Did you not hear what they said aside from that? So joining me on the stage, friend of the show, if you remember, he'd made the rival defer tune to rival my defer tune, pal of the show, Jordan Daniel. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I don't even remember doing that. Oh, no, I remember because Jago rang me up and he said, Tony's done, this, uh, Tony's done this song about me and I want to do one about him. Do you have any stories? Because I think your song has him picking up a cactus instead yeah, of Yeah, Jago, Jago famously uh, answered the phone, well, thought he was grabbing the phone and grabbed a cactus. <laughs> I'm like, ah! Uh, so we included that in a little rap tune yeah. about him. And so I said, I've got one story. It's about Tony being really drunk and eating a bunch of chips off someone else's table on a, on a pub crawl. So get, the, you get this right. What happened was, right, we were on a pub crawl, right, and... We went to a bar, right? And I went in and... You went in first as well. I went in first. I thought, I'll lead, lead the charge here. And I sat down at a table and there was some chips, like leftover. Cold chips. So I thought, right, I'm just going to eat these at this table while these people are still here. And that should, they're not eating them anymore. And unfortunately, yeah. we got booted out, didn't we? See, the trouble is with that story, you say it with such conviction. That yeah, you, I realize that you still when think I say you're it. right. When I say it. But, um, and you're wrong. And I'm dead wrong. But look, we're still going to have fun. But I, I'm realizing the fact that because Jago's not here, Jago would love to see a video, right, of all of us kind of saying something along the lines of, hey, we miss you, Jago. But then I realized Jago is a vindictive bastard. And he would much prefer to see me announcing that he's not here and everyone here going apeshit and fucking tearing this place apart. Yeah. 
So what I'm going to do... Jordan, could you, could you sure, divvy, yeah. divvy these so out? So for health and safety, obviously, you can't smash shit up. But you, you can't can. smash these I out. I can't see anything. Okay. I'm well, after realizing I've come as you. Yeah, well, we, didn't, we didn't go into what your costume is. Well, what is your costume, Jordan? Well, uh, my costume is the, the scariest thing I can ever think of, which is someone with uh, an eye condition, which is degenerative. And in a few years, they'll be blind. Ooh. <laughs> right, so here. We're going to give you these paper balls. Oh. oh, well, you do it then. Just Tony as well. Oh sure, yeah. Oh, well, I'll go over. I'll go over like here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe just so you can see all the things coming this way. Oh, okay. I'll go over here then. So you just take it, kind of like me. You know, me kind of apologising to the crowd, and then everyone going. By the way, my relationship with Tony is someone handing me a phone and saying, "Will you take a picture of me and Tony?" <laughs> My private photographer. Okay, uh, so what's, what's going to happen, right? I'm just going to say, so guys, look, unfortunately, um, Jago's still a bit ill and he, he can't be here. And then everyone's like, no! And you just fucking scold these at me, okay? And almost like interrupt me from, like, Jago, unfortunately, can't. Then go mad, okay? You ready? You ready? Yeah! All right. Here we go. You got the video? Okay. So guys, thanks so much for coming out. Um, Look, a, a bit of bad news. Jago, unfortunately, is still a bit ill, so he can't... Whoa, what the fuck, man? Jesus Christ! <laughs> right, right, sir. And on with the show! You fucking messer. Okay, here we go. So, guys, a bit of an agenda for tonight's show. Can, uh, I, can I sit down? You may. Thank you. This is part of my Thank power play. Thank you so play. much. Part of my power play. Okay, so a bit of an agenda for the show, guys. What we're going to do... Um, normally what we would do we're a monster review show we look at monsters like Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster and uh, Wolfman and Banshees what we're going to do is take a bit of a, a deep dive look into the supernatural world Ooh. of the oh, let me finish my fucking sentence the ambiance sorry sorry about that guys <laughs> we're going to have a supernatural delve into the world of the rebel county Ooh. And we're going to look at UFOs. Bandit, bandit country. Yeah, he kept calling it bandit country. So Jordan, Jordan is not from, from Ireland. Jordan is a fucking tan. Um, Te oh, yeah. I mean, you can't, I can't argue with that. Well, the, the, what's great about Jordan, he's, he's, he's kind of a bit of a, a self-hating Brit in, yeah. in, in some capacity. Um, by the fact that I hate the Brits. By the fact that he hates the Brits. So, uh, so he's welcome here. I've been described as a, a padophile. <laughs> which is I like Irish people not Irish children yeah exactly file means love yeah. yes um, <laughs> but look before um, <laughs> your honour your honour so we're going to have a look at that but before we get into that you know what guys it is it is the spooky season and mm. it's my mm, nice I like no I meant ooh but uh, I had a mouth oh you had your mouth full very good um, so it's a spooky season we're going to get a bit of a deep dive into uh, the world of Halloween. And I want to set a bit of uh, spooky ambient music for us for right now. Uh, lovely. Ooh, jazz. A bit of jazz. Sorry, Fran, I did actually make that too loud. Could you turn that down? Sorry about that. So, Jordan, uh, tell us a bit about Halloween and Nuneaton. So, Nuneaton is, uh, Nun is where you're from. Nuneaton is where I'm from, which is pretty much the centre of England. Ooh. <laughs> No water. Uh, basically, Halloween goes like this. It gets to about seven o'clock. All the lads meet up in town and we egg a bus. <laughs> uh, and it's the number 10 bus because that goes to Grove Farm, which is a shithole, which right. is kind of near where I grew up. And uh, we egg the number 10 bus and uh, we just go home after that. And it's the, the reason we egg the number 10 is because well, this is a scary story, actually. Okay, hang on. Actually, fuck this. You want? This is a scary story. So imagine you're the bus driver, right? Sure. Ah! <laughs> I can't drive, so that would be terrifying for me. And you're driving along, and all of a sudden, in the distance, is a, is a group of kids. and Yobos? Chavs. Wow. And they're all holding hands in the mm -hmm. middle of the road, right? 
And you think, what the fuck is this? And you stop the bus, right? And these yabos are holding hands. And you think, fuck. But while this is happening, someone's opened the fire door at the back and tried to steal an old woman. What are you talking about? That happened. Steal an old woman? Yeah, they tried to steal an old woman. They distracted with the kids and tried to steal an old woman. Was she made of gold? She's made of woman. (laughs) That's terrifying. Yeah, it's really terrifying. So It's like a woman was robbed on the bus. No, fucking seriously, like, like she was fucking robbed. They tried to nick her. Like, yeah. They're probably just going to like smoke some weed for her or something, but, you know. Something fairly innocuous itself. But that is terrifying. So we egg the bus in the name of a woman. <laughs> and um, No, we do it because we just, like, fucking causing trouble. You are a bit of a, you are a, bit of a rapscallion, Jordan oh, yeah. Daniel. Um, so what, in terms of, like, uh, say, uh, Halloween costumes, what's your go-to? I'm not really... I, I... <laughs> I used to say this thing where I'd try to be really clever and I'd be like, <laughs> I'm allergic to fancy dress, which is just a dickhead way of saying I don't like fancy dress. Yeah. But people would be like, really? And then you have to say, no, I'm being a dickhead. <laughs> just um, being a dad, can't we? The, 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 the best costumes are the ones where you can just be in your normal clothes. So I just used to steal a load of bandages from Asda mm-hmm. and you just wrap your head and your hands in and you just wear normal clothes. And then when you're bored, you take them off. Very, yeah. So just a big, leaving a big pile of fucking bandages everywhere you go? Yeah, sure, why not? Do, can I, does anyone want to nominate someone here who's a mate of theirs who had a fucking class costume that you can just shout out? Like in recent years? Jedward. Who did Jedward? <laughs> you spoke when to Jedward? Well, like one of the Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Duh! I always thought Jedward it was very unlucky for them because John didn't get a look in in that name at all. <laughs> it's just like, and where Bob at my n- name, Edward? It's there. It's there. It's, Je- it's Jay. It's there, J. You're you're the Jer. You're the Jer, man. Uh, that's class. Did you have uh, like the the onesie? Did you have the the lipstick outfit? What were you What were you going for? Happy pair the f- the food people. Ah, oh, because they're twins. Oh, very good. They get a lot of hate to happy. They pair. fuck each other. <laughs> they hate each other. Yeah. They are so fucking short with each other on their YouTube. You don't have to like someone to have sex with them. <laughs> they're, not, they're not hate fucking each other. They are. No, there was, not. there's pictures of them on the beach and they're touching feet. Well, look, maybe there's a bond we don't understand. I don't think they're fucking each other, but maybe there is a bond. Does anyone else want to nominate someone who had a class costume? Fucking dry shites. <laughs> no. Tony uh, once did a, a spent... Wait, no, you didn't spend ages. Our friend spent ages making a robot costume out of uh, cardboard, and he went to work, and then we decided we were going to replicate the entire costume oh, yeah. out of cardboard, and we spent upwards of seven hours doing it so that when he came in the door Tony pretended to push me onto it and smash it as a joke Uh, and he didn't care he didn't care and also we spent way longer than that I'm pretty sure we both called in sick to work to do that yeah to do that and it took us ages and it was so detailed yeah and then we just went to Halloween Well, I tell you, Halloween for me is a bit of a letdown. My ma is very good at like starting stuff, like starting with like, oh, we're going to hang a lot of apples on a lot of string, and then everyone's going to try and take bites out of them, and that's going to be class. And then she'll hang up the apples, do all the work, and then we're like, oh, will we start? And she's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and there's apples hanging everywhere. Everyone sculling themselves with apples. Is that a way? Because you were a chunky boy. I was a chunky boy. That was a way to get you to eat apples. <laughs> to hang them in my face, yeah, so that I had to walk into them because I was always yeah. walking like this. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, one of my uh, world famous uh, costumes uh, that I dressed up as, I uh, it was. Um, I hope I've timed this right. Hang on. No, I've. So this is me. <laughs> this is. Uh, so my mom went to New York, and she and she went to she went to Victoria's Secret, and she got this red bra. Right. This isn't so much funny. <laughs> As it is, I shouldn't even be saying this out loud. Um, and she got this red bra, and I was just obsessed with this red bra. I thought, that's fucking class. And I said, ma'am, is there any way you can make a costume out of this red bra for me? And she said, well, I suppose you could be a hooker. 
sex worker now. We all know. And it was so a different time. It was a different time. And so I got all dolled up. I had a tinsel wig. You know, the like, big long tinsel wig. And I went out with like a blousy top and this. So the brand was on show. And I tell you, ladies, I get it. Because I was fucking accosted by everyone. And I was fucking, what age am I? Seven. You look like every female lead in a 90s action film. You look like Schwarzenegger <laughs> would try and fuck you. It looks like, what's your name? Jamie Lee Jamie Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. True in True Lies. Lies, yeah. Dance for me. Yeah. Do it slowly. Do Did it. Did you know what a prostitute was? What? Did you know what a prostitute was at the time when you were a, pro- when you, when you were a boy? Uh... I did, yeah, yeah, I did. You did, I did, huh. and I assumed they were millionaires. <laughs> the way you did it, yes. yeah, the way I did it, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jordan? Any mad, uh, silly? Um, well, any, any, did you get up to any naughty fun when you're apart from the old egging? Egg, egg bus. I told you already. Okay, well, let's shag that then. Next, uh, no, well, uh, I, I was from. I'm from a rough town, so the, it's weird in the sense that there's no like real people in England don't really give a fuck about Halloween. You know, like here, like if you Halloween yeah. comes up and you go to spa and genuinely the scariest shop front you've ever seen, it's like blood all over the front. Yeah. Like in mace and everything like that. It's, it's like, help yeah, me, man. I'm fucking being murdered. Like, yeah, we went to the Eurosaver today and they were selling every single disembodied limb. Mm. Like you could just buy everything just covered in blood. It was fantastic. Yeah. But they don't really give it that much of a shit in England. But there's... Well, well, they love, well that's because they love burning Guy Fawkes so much. Yeah. What's up with that? You were close. I'll give you that. You were close. We almost got there, guys. Yeah, Uh, yeah, we don't really celebrate that as much. But you know what I've realized now, which is a real shame in the potentially, and on Halloween as well, post-Brexit world, is that we're not going to be able to drive up. I don't know if you guys necessarily... Would you guys drive up? still drive up to North to get your fireworks? No? You just don't have fireworks here? Well, you're driving up to Newry. It doesn't make any fucking sense. What's but happening right now? What's happening is, guys, I have some fireworks here for us all. What the fuck is that? No, no, no. It's going to be fine, what right? Is it? So basically, because you're not going to be able to get them in Newry anymore, uh, I thought, thought, so here we go. Now, I was assured by the gentleman who I bought these from in Northern Ireland that it wouldn't kill us, but most of us will be blind. So, <laughs> so actually, do you want to just hold that for me real quick? Is that all right? If you just hold that there, just so people can get a good look at it there. Tony, how much did that there. cost? That cost 300 quid, so <laughs> apparently it's going to do a bit of damage now. Here we go. It's almost there. Can we hold it up just so everyone can see? Yeah, we're all going to get it. Jesus, there's a lot of smoke coming off that. Way more than I thought it was going to be for this. Uh... Why, it's 300 quid. Well, 300 quid. Here we go, guys. Do you like that hand? <laughs> Are you getting burnt at all, sir? No, not yet. Okay, great. Waste what? of money. And here we go. You idiot. I tell you, fucking Brexit can't come quick enough, sir. Um, but you know what? I'm going to throw a couple of traditions. Thank you for, that, for supporting that incredibly daft bit that I just did there. We should note that Tony didn't tell anyone he was going to do that in case they said he couldn't. In case, hey, a bit too fucking wild for hey. fucking... Tony was like, is there anyone sir, for the PC what? brigade here? With a fucking here? lemon? Are you joking me, man? <laughs> Get out of here, man. On your fucking ear, man. That's the way the staff here at Chipotle <laughs> They all talk like speak. that. <laughs> what? Are you fucking joking me, man, with a feeding sparkler and all? Like, Tony, do you want to hear my, uh, my, cook, my impression of someone from Cork? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should, I, should, I should say it's the only positive impression I have in my okay, repertoire. Because yeah. most of them border on bigotry. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Let's this space is, this out more this than we can. This is a positive yeah. one. Ready? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> right? Oh, you're so, so cool, cool, man. Oh, you're so cool. Oh, you went Jamaican oh, there. No. You went Jamaican there. See, that's there. if I say any that's more That's why quick it happens. Jordan, I, as, a, as a fucking tan, um, what I'm going to do now is, uh, I, I don't know if you're familiar with all of our traditions, because Ireland has some incredibly fucked up traditions uh, around Halloween because of Samhain. Um, so I'm going to read off a few uh, traditions. So these some images here. Not, not all of them are, are real. And you need to tell me what's fake and what's real. Sound good? Sure. Okay, here we go. Right. First and foremost, right. Uh, Let me have it. Yeah, okay. Uh, call cannon for dinner. 
Uh, boiled potato, curly kale, a cabbage, uh, a raw onion are provided as traditional Irish Halloween dinner. Clean coins are wrapped in baking pa- paper and placed in a potato for children to find and keep. <laughs> this is not a coddle. That's not a coddle. It's a, it's a, it's a cock cannon. The Santana. Are you like, you're fucking saying the same words, man. Stop. What? what? All right, here's um, another one, right? No, what you think? Okay, okay, you go uh, no, through them no, and no. then I'll pick the fake one. Okay. Uh, well, actually, one... no, we can look at them. Uh, well, you've already told me that that one's real because your mom did it. Fair. <laughs> you're fucking picking holes in this. Right, well, look, what do you think? Cock cannon, is it real? Uh, no. Guys. Ah! It is real, you fucking idiot. No, I'm not even. Um, but clean coins wrapped in a bit of bacon paper. Anyone here get a bit of cock cannon before? What's the point of the bacon uh, paper? Just because you don't have any kind of fingery residue in your cock cannon. <laughs> but the coin's fine. Um, well, actually, do you know what? Rather than actually guess if they're true or false, uh, I'll just tell you which. No, I won't. Actually, I'll, I'll, continue. I'll stick to my bit. Here we go. Uh, the Barn Brack cake, right? Traditional Halloween cake in Ireland. The Barn Brack is a fruit bread. Each member gets a slice. Uh, great interest is taken in the outcome as there is a piece of rag, a coin, and a ring in each cake. If you get the rag, then your financial future is doubtful. If you get the coin, then you can look forward to a pr- prosperous year. And if you get the ring, it's a sure sign of your impending romance and continued happiness. These are all obsessed with. Money, okay? Yeah, we are. It's class, isn't it? Where I'm from, we call that a spotted dick. <laughs> yeah, you and do, And if you get you? the dick, you... <laughs> uh, that one's... It's the rag that um, that uh, puts me off there. I don't think... I don't think you put a rag in there. You put a rag in it. You do put a rag in it, guys. It's true. Did anyone here ever actually get a rag in the in the barn brack? Because I only my mom just put like five rings in there. I'm a child of divorce, so did she? My did she put them on like a string three. as well for you to <laughs> on a hand as well? Yeah, just a disembodied <laughs> hand in there. Did anyone ever actually get get like a rag? No, see the fucking song. There was no rag. Up. The rags are lie. But it's insane. All right, here's another one, right? The ivy leaf. This is a fucking mad one. Each member of the family places a perfect ivy leaf in a cup of water and then leaves it undisturbed overnight. In the morning, if in the morning a leaf is still perfect and has not, not, not developed any spots, then the person who placed the leaf in the cup can be sure of 12 months' health until the following Halloween. However, if there are spots... <laughs> then bad health. They might fucking die. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Well, Susie, we're just putting the... We're, uh, I can't wait to see that leaf in the morning. <laughs> no spots, no spots. Yeah. Uh, here's Six the question. spots. Six spots, Lucy. <laughs> Is it a spot for each person? Uh, with the family? I think it's a spot for how many severe illnesses you're going to get. <laughs> okay, uh, here's a question for this, which I need you to ask. Yeah. If you enter into the leaf game, con- yeah. the contract for the leaves, yeah. do you have to do that every year for the rest of your life? Um, I'd say if you if you if you don't want to know, you don't want to know. You know, you can if you want to if you want to curse the muses or the curse the the precogs, you can do that. Sure, I think that's fake. It's fucking true, man. <laughs> now I've never done it. That's, so that's insane how you how you would do that. All right, how big's the cup? <laughs> Why does that matter? Because do you fold the leaf? No, you the perfect ivy's tiny. You know, ivy up a, a thing. Oh, ivy. Yeah. Uh, okay, now get this. Uh, I'm not, this one is true, but I thought this was really interesting. I didn't know this, right? Um, carving pumpkins dates back to uh, the 18th century to an Irish blacksmith named Jack who colluded with the devil and was denied entry to heaven. He was condemned to wander the earth but asked the devil for some light, so he was given a burning coal ember which he placed inside a turnip that he had gouged out. Thus, the tradition of jack-o'-lanterns were born and the bearer... Uh, being the wandering blacksmith, a damned soul. And villagers and Irish who then emigrated to America couldn't get turnips, so they used pumpkins, which were around. Isn't that insane? We fucking invented the fucking pumpkin, lads! And the turnip. And the turnip, yeah. Uh, that one's true, I know that's true. Oh, you already knew that? I know that's true, yeah. I've got the internet. No, you fucking... No, you mugged me off. All right, here's another mad one, right? I'm only going to do a few more of these. Everyone these are... is real. Is this a trick? Is this a Halloween? Or a treat. <laughs> It's a treat for the audience. It's a trick on you. Um, this one called Blind Date, right? This is just... Blindfolded local girls would go into the fields, pull up the, for the first cabbage they could. If the cabbage oh, had God. a substantial amount of earth attached to the roots, then their future husband uh, would have money. 
Eating the cabbage would reveal the nature of the future husband, bitter and sweet. Isn't that insane? Blindfolded girls put, picking up cabbages, eating them, being like, oh, my husband's gone be lovely and I'm rich. <laughs> That's insane. Where are you putting that? <laughs> yeah. Is that an image from Bird Box? That's not from Bird Box. I was going to use Bird Box. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's copyright. Um, and one more mad one, right? One more mad one. This is uh, anti-fairy measures, right? Fairies and goblins try to collect as many souls as they can at Halloween. But if the first person who threw the dust from under their feet at a fairy, they would be obliged to release the soul they held captive. And holy water was sometimes used to anoint farm animals. Uh, if the animals were showing signs of ill health on All Hallows' Eve, they would be spat on to ward off evil spirits. <laughs> fucking horses act a bit mad there, man. <laughs> what are you doing to my horse? Uh, fucking nice. scaring away it's the fairies, got the man. Flu. <laughs> uh, so, what do you think of that? <laughs> so, what do you think of that? Cool. Yeah, you're all mad. I, you're, it's mad, but I, I, I'm desperate to get more of these. I'm desperate to make Halloween like the cozy Christmas that it should be, where you get all because you know I can't talk to my wife during the summer. She's too hot, warm, and she's hot. She's attractive, but she's too warm. But then it gets the nice cool thing, you know, you get cuddly again and you kick it off a Halloween and it's scary. I want to go back to the cozy, <laughs> you know, scary season. Well, it's the, it's, the, it's the mark of, you know, well, maybe that's it. You get scared and you run into your lover's arms mm. and you go, <laughs> you know, you put on deliverance, you know, and you're like, Jesus, I'd hate to do that. To do that? Whatever. <laughs> We're moving on. Um, I, li- I like Halloween because it's free of any r- religion. And I don't mean that in like a hate religion, but it's just mm. like everyone can join in. You could be a man from Iran. <laughs> you could be a woman from Dublin. Dublin. Very good. Uh, but, you, you know, you don't have to be, it's not like, you know, Eid. Do you celebrate Eid because you're Muslim or you do other stuff because you have other religions? <laughs> you like just have, like, everyone has a skeleton. So get spooky. It's true, and you know what? Like, I feel like I, I feel like if you look at the traditions of Ireland and Samhain and how far that goes back, it's older, if not as old as you know Mexican Day of the Dead. We should really be celebrating Samhain and like having a little cottage outside the front of the gap where you've old pictures of your family and you just light a candle. You know, remember it. You don't necessarily know where they've gone. They could have gone to hell. You don't know that, <laughs> but it's just about kind of celebrating the dead. Speaking sure. of which. Let's talk a bit about the dead. Jordan, do you have any spooky paranormal stories? We're going to get into the weird stuff. Um, actually, because first and foremost, actually, I should say this. We found this out. The AA have said that Cork people are the most closely attuned to messages from the other side, with 15.5% saying that they've seen a ghost. Dubliners were at the bottom at 12.7%. So AA is in the car, people. Yeah. How did they get that information? <laughs> I, I, I don't so, what's the, what's the issue with the with the car, it's mate? It's not. It's not. What it's. I just. I can't turn it on. Can't turn it on. It Jesus. Turn on. Uh, probably some ghosts in the machine. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have yeah, you ever yeah. seen a ghost? What? So, sorry. Tick. Fifteen percent. Uh, let's get a general census here. Okay, fifteen percent. Give us a cheer if you've ever encountered a ghost. Boo. <laughs> now try it again, and there's no judgment. There's no judgment. This is what it's about. One, two, three. So less people. He was, now there is no he was killed by the ghost in between. That one person wanted to be judged. Who, who, who was the Sick person who's experienced the ghost? Was it yourself, sir? Was it who, who was it? Yeah, someone's Look, got... it's fine, guys. It's fine. The madam in the glasses. Was it you? You've heard a ghost. You've heard of ghosts. Oh, fair. Oh, so you've heard like family stories? Do you? Right, we're going to get you up at the end of the show, just so you know. Yeah. And actually, if anyone has any uh, freak encounters, we're doing that at the end of the show. We just kind of submit your, you know, scary story. Most of them come from families, you know, because it's the older generations mm. who are more in tune with the the other world. Um, I don't know if that's true, but Jordan, have you ever encountered anything weird and paranormal? I once saw a pirate ghost. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, and it was. A pi- it was a skeleton, skeleton, and it had a pirate paraphernalia, and it was like glowing. And this was about '93, I think. And uh, I the- told, I told my brother, like, because oh, w- we had a bunk bed, and I, I was like, oh, I woke up and I saw a pirate ghost. And he said, 
no, you didn't. You just watched Ghostbusters 2 before you went to bed. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah. Because why would a pirate ghost be in the Midlands? Yeah, there's no sea. There's no sea. Yeah. So, uh, uh, no, is the short answer. I feel like I'm a conduit for the other world. I want uh, to believe, though. I don't have the gift, but I want... I wouldn't mind it. I, I've, I've, I've had... Because it's been in different, different houses, right? The weirdest one I had, right, was when I was going to bed. I, I always like to be the last one up in bed uh, before I go to bed. So, Euro, uh, Euro trash. Yeah, Euro trash. So, so you could watch yeah. Euro trash on the mute. Yeah, and Emmanuel in space on the Bravo channel. Euro trash was good because it's always like n- not sexual enough to become a rat. Does everyone know what Euro trash is? Yeah, it's that show where they'll show some French people. And then there'll be a dub, and it'll be French people being like, That's really good. Yeah, thanks. It's French. Yeah. And then it'll be a voiceover going, I love painting with my pubes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least. And you watch it this close because you're like, If my mom comes down, she's going to fucking kill me. Yeah. I need a fucking headbutt to think yeah. this thing off yeah. <laughs> if my mom comes down. <gasps> yeah. So, yeah, I probably was watching Eurotrash or something like that. And then I was going up to bed. And I was like closing the door quietly, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like but closing the door of the sitting room, and it was about maybe still like a three inches still needed to close. And a fucking force, whoom, and it slammed shut. And it also the sound that it made, it sounded like like someone had thrown like fucking like twenty kilos of chains at the door, and it smashed into the door and fallen down. And I thought it was my brother Andy, right? So I shouted up the stairs. I was really Andy. And then I heard in my ear, does anyone ever talk to you in your ear so close that it buzzes in your ear? At that point, I was like, Andy. And I heard in my, in my ear someone go, Andy. <laughs> and I fucking pegged it up the stairs, hid under the duvet, which of course protects you from ghosts. That's terrifying. It is terrifying. It's also ridiculous that you haven't realized that that was your brother, Andy. Mm. No. <laughs> it couldn't have been. And he said the same thing happened to him. Well, actually, ghosts have been... Fa- oh, he, I got two good ones about him, right? Jesus. My brother has been haunted his whole life. <laughs> and, not, oh, and we found out what haunted means here. Oh, we only found out what haunted means in the good way here. Yeah, and he hasn't been haunted his whole no, life. No, he hasn't. He's been assaulted by ghosts his whole life. <laughs> oh. What did oh, I do? Jesus. Did I knock over the water? There's a ghost. Oh, no. Oh, it's okay. It's It's... It's no, okay, it's, it's just it's near all those wires. It's near the wires, not on them. Um, <laughs> but any napkins would be very beneficial. Uh, so my, my brother, right, my brother has been haunted, right? One was, oh, thank you very much. Cheers, I'll just try that, try that behind. Thank you, thank you very much. But, Keep talking though, Tony. You're yeah, a yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. a professional. Okay, so so my brother, right? My my brother was being babysat, right, when he was like uh, about six months, six months old, and my auntie was minding him, and he about six months, and she was downstairs, and she heard thum, 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 running upstairs, and she went up to check on him, and he's there fast asleep, and then she goes down again. How old is he? He's about six months. So he couldn't even go if he wanted to. He couldn't even do an impression of... Dum, 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 dum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's an idiot. He's an idiot. So he was just an idiot child. So then she goes back downstairs again, and downstairs, that's how I say downstairs, by the way, um, and she <laughs> hears again... Dum, 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 dum. And then, he didn't even do this, but she was so scared, she called the restaurant that my ma was in, this Chinese restaurant, to speak to her, right? And she was like, Andy's getting out of his cot, and he keeps running around. And she was like, no, that's, that's not possible. And, my, and then there's not, a, there's not a terrifying, you get out of the house kind of vibe on this. But she went home then and she talked to the neighbor next door. Turned out a baby had died of the cot death upstairs. By so it's running not, out of its cot? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not funny. Wait, hold on. So the neighbor told... The neighbor told my mom That a baby had died in your mom's house. Yeah. And how did your mom not know that a baby had died in her house? Was it her baby? No, no, it wasn't. It was a previous baby. Um, Her previous baby? No. Old baby. An old neighbor baby. I don't, shouldn't, don't want to talk about dead babies anymore. 
Typical. <laughs> Typical can't. Well, and another one, though. This is a weird one, right? Another one. And I will move on because we want to talk about Cork a little bit. We've been talking on here. Another one is my, my, my brother was terrified, right, from like as soon as he could talk. His first words were when he woke up in the middle. Remember, it was a dramatic. Anyway, he used to wake up in the middle of the night and he would keep screaming, bad Santa, bad Santa, the bad Santa. It was his first words, the bad Santa. And he was pitching a movie. He was pitching. He was so ahead of his time. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of your guy? Billy. 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 Billy yeah, Bob yeah, yeah. That's what, that was the second words. Billy uh, Bob Thornton. Yeah. Lead He's role. steal the show. Lead no, he kept saying the bad Santa, the bad Santa. And then as he was able to talk a bit better, he was like, there's the bad man, Santa, the beard sitting on the bed. He's sitting on my bed. And he had these nightmares for years. So much so he had to sleep with my mom until he was like three. This is being recorded, yeah? <laughs> uh, but, then, uh, but then my ma told me recently, she was like, uh, so he kept saying this bad Santa thing, but it was so consistent that, you know what? I think someone was actually coming in and sitting on the foot of his bed. <laughs> Well, I don't know if he did happen. He was just a pedo pedo voyeur. (laughs) Still a pedophile. Still a pedophile. Um, (laughs) But that's that's mad, isn't it? Anyway, um, on to um, there's probably something you should address uh, when you're back in Dublin. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring I'll I'll bring it up with him. Um, So, is anyone here familiar with the River Lee Maid? Wait, do we have a little tune? No, go back, quick. Oh, hang on. Oh, very good. Here we go. <laughs> Actually, can we get just a bit lower? Because I'm, I'm probably going to bollocks this. Because you're a diva. I'm a diva, yeah. And I'm not ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the River Lee Maid. Uh, okay. Uh, so this is in 1873, right? This was first documented by Peter Underwood. Uh, in 1971, a man who was called the Sherlock Holmes of psychic research by the daughter of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. What? Doyle. So what you make? What would you be the Sherlock Holmes of, Jordan? Oh Jesus! Probably uh, I'm really good at uh, uh, throwing. Throwing. Yeah. Like just, just throw it. So Underwood. Had heard a story from another parent. Par, par. From a parent. He knew that. Tell you, be, Beamish's class. <laughs> Underwood had heard the story from another paranormal author, Elliot O'Donnell, who had claimed his grandmother had heard, uh, had heard this story. Uh, 1873, Mrs. Bishop, a well-to-do widow who lived in a large Cork house. A house in Cork, I'm assuming. Not a, house, a, house not, not a very floated, floaty house. <laughs> Uh, she had in her Jesus. employ two young people, an orphaned maid named Amelia, and a handyman called Andy. Right, he's definitely a witch. 1873, a chap called Andy. Andy? <laughs> and there was Andy, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> Dino. Fionton, and the rest. Um, and Train. <laughs> any Plume fans up in here? Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck it, out. Anyway, chap called Andy. So Mrs. Bishop spent long hours socializing in the city, allowing them to her employees to talk. The pair would speculate about what happened to the late Mr. Bishop, whose name was never mentioned in the house. Their chatter would also sway towards discussing a locked room in the building to which they never had access to. Now, Amelia believed the source of Mrs. Bishop's wealth was contained within, and Amelia may have actually been psychic because she had a dream where she observed Mrs. Bishop open a secret compartment within the, dro- uh, the drawing room fireplace, removing a key, and then opening the forbidden room. So several weeks later, after Mrs. Bishop left the house, the pair were bravely... (laughs) I was on a good roll there. uh, Felt brave enough to investigate... Spell it out. I'm going to play the tune again. (laughs) They felt brave enough to investigate. So they went into this room. The room was large and contained a four-poster bed, several mirrors, and a safe in the corner. The bed appeared empty, but reflected in the mirror. Amelia and Andy could see an elderly man lying partly covered by the sheets. Both employees knew they were looking at a ghost. You know when you just know. Because <laughs> you go, huh? 
Before they could say anything, the mirror revealed a slightly younger Mrs. Bishop walking over to the sleeping man. She picked up a pillow, placed it over his face, and Amelia screamed, and both the phantom figures vanished. She and Andy had no doubts that they had just watched the murder of Mr. Bishop, so they quickly decided to take as much money as they could and run away together. Regrettably, it wasn't a fairy tale ending. Amelia had managed to open the safe and grab some jewellery, but then the real Mrs. Bishop walked in, walked in. Andy managed to hide behind the door, but Amelia's reflexes weren't as sharp. Mrs. Gri Bishop grabbed the girl, dragged her from the house into the night, and the moon was full and bright, enabling Andy to follow. However, the boy was too afraid to intervene, and she choked her to death and tr threw her in the river. Andy, Andy returned to the employer's house. He hid behind fake surprise when Mrs. Bishop informed him that Amelia had run away. <laughs> oh, has she? Yeah. Oh, grand. <laughs> but apparently, not knowing what else to do, Andy confided to Elliot O'Donnell's grandmother and the authorities investigated, but they believed Mrs. Bishop. But apparently, Amelia was, uh, was buried. Her story was forgotten. Uh, wait, was much forgotten. Oh, oh but apparently, this is the key, the key part. Her ghost kept appearing at the riverside the following month as the moon was full. The phantom is said to have donned black clothing, a stark contrast to the paleness of her face, which wore an expression of terror and confusion. I saw a few of them walking up the river today. Um, <laughs> the following month, the spook returned, and it would continue to return again that. and again. And apparently now, if you still walk up the lee at night, you can see the dark figure with the pale face the river lee oh. made. Fucking hell. Ooh. You know what? You never do me with a pillow. I'd never, you'd never, I'd never do you you'd with a pillow. You'd never snuff me out with a pillow. Why? You can wiggle, you can, i So my brother used to try and smother me with a pillow. And the key is... Were you bad Santa? The key is, right, to breathe uh, slowly. Through your anus. <laughs> to, through your anus. Yeah, you just breathe the other way around. Um... No, you breathe slowly, so when it's over your mouth, you just like relax, and you just you will be able to get the air out through the pillow. Trust me, you will not die. <laughs> uh, Jordan, uh, do you have? I'm realizing now we've actually we've actually. I know we didn't think we'd have enough time. We we only have about like twenty minutes left. Oh, booker. Maybe even less, but that's um. So anyway, no, please. we don't. We have four minutes. Oh no, we don't. We have yeah, we have uh, yeah, we have about twenty minutes left. Minutes. Sorry. Bad. So please, Jordan. Oh shit! Yeah. Does anyone? Uh, know of or live near the Hollywood estate does it exist apparently it's, it's a housing estate in Cork City you bunch of poshos because apparently it's quite rough why don't you have an encyclopedic knowledge of all your council estates guys yeah right so oh wait what am I doing this one's fun yeah this one's fun here we go this was I'm gonna in... start again shut up I'm gonna start again <laughs> sorry <laughs> This is uh, in the Irish Examiner, so you know it's true. A uh, couple claim evil spirit drove them out of home. A medium has been called in to cleanse a haunted, bad haunted, bad haunted uh, house after a young couple claimed that an evil spirit forced them out of their dream home. Six months pregnant, Laura Burke and her fiance Richie Hewitt vowed last night never to return to the Hollywood estate after Blarney Road on Cork's north side. This is where it gets fun. Yeah. My son Kyle can't come near the place. He was thrown out of bed and thrown across the room. <laughs> uh, that was the final straw. He doesn't want to come back in because he's afraid of being thrown out of bed again by the eyes. By the eyes? The eyes. Ooh. That's what he calls it. I'll never bring a child into the house. I really am petrified. That's spooky stuff, right? That is spooky stuff. What would you do if that was happening? I would probably... Look, do my own seance and try and reason with the beast. <laughs> well, uh, Richie said, we've sent 11 letters to the council. <laughs> okay. But they're Different not strokes. listening to us. <laughs> do not have a council exorcist that comes around? <laughs> yeah. uh, Cork City Council uh, housing official Kieran O'Donovan was, the couple, was with the couple yesterday. We were made aware. Now, I think it's better if you listen to this in a sarcastic way. Okay. So I'll try and say it in a sarcastic Please. way. Uh, we were made aware of the situation last week, and because of the extraordinary circumstances, <laughs> we are treating the case sympathetically. But there's no transfer request with the council at the moment. I don't know why he's... He has, also, he has an English accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, that's all... Oh, yeah. In one of the corners, it was so cool. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
Oh. I can see me breath. <laughs> that's not Cork. I'm so uh, sorry, but there's guys. no transfer request with the council at the moment. The volume of alleged evidence is not enough to warrant a transfer. Uh, so a child being flung around like so a fucking bag of shit. So this couple in their council flat said their child was thrown against the wall and they need a new flat because it was yeah. a ghost. Uh, uh, Mr. Donovan said, we don't take alleged paranormal activity into account when deciding on such cases. So he's a skeptic for a start. <laughs> so they should reassign it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the couple moved in last August, almost two years after its previous owner, Adrian Payton, moved out. He lived there for 26 years, and he said he never encountered anything mental. He said, no, he said it was ground, like it was fine. So it's been, I mean, presumably it's been there for a while. These new owners, you know, coming in, potentially, are they haunted in the bad way? Yes. Are they being badly haunted? Mm. Well, there's a potential reason for this, and if... It, I, I think it's the reason, and there's no other explanation. Okay, well, Neighbors warm said the house was vacant. Neighbors said the house was vacant for several months before the couple moved in, mm-hmm. and they said gangs gained in access and held drink and drug parties, which are the worst kind of parties. <laughs> there are also rumors that some gangs <laughs> may have used a Ouija board or had a seance inside. <gasps> Fucking gangsters, man. They're awful. Those drink and drug, some lad on the back. We get yeah. a Ouija board out. That'd be class. Yeah. Fucking yeah, man. Fucking yeah. hell. I wonder if you talk, talk to me granny. It'd be madly. <laughs> Where'd you put the fucking stash? Are you proud of me? Are you proud of me? <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty pretty hard evidence of yeah. why this place is haunted. Yeah. Because gangs hate kids. Gangs hate kids. The gangs summoned the devil to this estate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Laura said the strange activity started a few weeks ago with small things, such as water would run from the kitchen tap and the sink would fill up. Now, if you ask me, that's a perfectly working tap. It's fucking better than my tap. I have a shit tap. Like, that should happen, Mm. right? Uh, Cushions on the couch would flip over. (gasps) You fucking hell. (laughs) This is a good one. I like the wording of this. Mm -hmm. An ashtray flew off the mantelpiece and nearly hit a friend. Not a stranger. <laughs> Adrian Payton visited. The, he was the guy who lived there before. Yeah. He visited the couple and he said he couldn't believe what was happening. Myself and Richie were in the kitchen and the next thing, a drawer flew open. <gasps> there was no explanation. Then this heavy wooden kitchen table, just it just lifted off the ground. Yeah. It was done so gently. <laughs> it just came up nice and easy. And then it came down very, very angry. Ah. With a big thud. I don't know why I'm reading this so cheerfully. I reckon what's in there is evil. So many people have seen so many things. We can't all be going mad. So what do we think? Gangs? Ouija gangs? They're all going mad. There's a gas leak is the answer. Yeah, yeah, fair. Spooky stuff. Fucking very spooky. But I wonder, I mean, this is the thing. You can. It's very difficult to believe things unless you see it with real physical evidence. You know, unless you see proper video of a ghost, it's very difficult. Just this can be all hearsay. So that's what we fucking brought to the table. <laughs> Jordan, do you want to tell us about the... Yeah, this is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And this, you, you cannot deny what's about to happen. So do, do you... Sci- you know what? This is what science wasn't made for, is a saying. <laughs> so guys, this, uh, this was also on the Irish Examiner, I think. I think they're one of the sponsors of the show. <laughs> um, so oh, they, they know, are, they know the scoop. Um, so look up on the kind of middle shelf here. This is in a petrol station, right? Also, the petrol station is between two funeral homes. So you <laughs> know, and, you know, the classic setting of yeah. architect- street architecture, funeral home. Petrol station, funeral, funeral home. home. Yeah. So right, watch Ready? the middle. Watch very carefully, because and also if if you if you're scared, hold. Look away. Hand. Oh, oh! Did you see it? Play it again, Tony. Play. It. I'll po- I'll point at it. So look at this area here. How do we do? Yeah. Oh yeah. So this area, ready? Oh. <laughs> again. Again. Ready? This is where the crisps are. Hunky Dories. Ready? Oh! One more time! Ready? Oh! I believe. 
And I don't think we have to talk any more of that. So we'd like to also talk about UFOs, if we may. Anyone here? <laughs> what anyone a seamless ever... link. <laughs> yeah, no, no segue, no segue at all. Um, anyone here ever seen a UFO? Well, you, there was fucking loads of them flying over recently. Would you be more likely to believe in a ghost or an alien? So go, if, if your ghost we'll gives do, a... We'll do a survey. Yeah. We'll do a survey. We'll do an we'll, AA-backed survey. Yeah, so we'll, we'll start off with, with alien first, right? Shout out alien if you believe that more than a ghost, right? So one, two, three. Okay, so if you're happy with your car insurance... Okay. All right, and if you believe ghost... AA survey. One, two, three... Oh, mm. might be. Oh yeah, fair, fair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right, Tony, we I believe said... in both. One, two, three, both. Yeah. I didn't give you tips about how to talk back to me. <laughs> Tony, I accidentally said Galian. You did say Galian. I was just trying to ignore that. Yeah. yeah. But I've reverted your attention to it. Um, right. So I want to talk a bit. Um, so, oh, I wonder if I've have I fucked this thing in. Probably. You don't know that for sure. Hey, look, here's all Tony's jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> Plune part two. Why did they say Wikipedia a lot? <laughs> More names, I think. Oh, I don't know. What do they want? Um, uh, right, so. Uh, UFO sightings. Now, these were located... Uh, I don't know how to say... Okay, so I'm going to explain this, right? This is how it kicked off. What's going on? Is Canturk a place? Yeah. It's a lovely little place. Yeah, right. My ex-girlfriend had a farm. Her uncle had a farm there. What? He had cows. What are you talking about? There, they had a... Fuck you. Oh, your uncle had a farm in Canterbury. Not my uncle. Uh, my ex-girlfriend's oh. uncle had a farm. And they had cows. And aliens love cows. They do. Right. So it kicks off in Canturk on April 12, 2017. A ball of bright golden light was spotted by locals traveling at tremendous speed before changing direction and disappearing quickly. The... Oh, I didn't know it was that version. Class. <laughs> I want to believe. Get those lads with the fucking Ouija board in here, man. Yeah. Fucking going. Um, So the change of direction indicates it couldn't possibly have been a standard aircraft. That's April 12th, right? And then it goes straight to Middleton. Is this the same thing? Yeah. So from there? So then on July 6th, 2017, onlookers in Middleton uh, claimed to have spotted a strange star-shaped ball of light and began moving in a series of random directions, unlike anything man-made. Then it went to Clown Pile. Then it. <laughs> then of course it went to Clown Village. Village. Can you say? Can we say it? Clown Village. Clown Village. Tony, Jesus. Yeah, went to Clown Village. Wait, hang on. <laughs> I had no idea this class was that version, right? Okay. I love these uh, abandoned house raves. Yeah. You know this knocked Robert Miles' kids off the top charts, even though it sounds exactly like it. Anyway. Uh, right, so then Clowns Horn Village, an unidentified flying object was spotted traveling at an accelerated speed over Clowns Horn Village on December 3rd, 2017. <laughs> it was only seen for a matter of seconds before it disappeared completely. And then it was spotted again a couple of days later in Mallow. Now, I believe we actually have a photo of what they believe was the extraterrestrial that was spotted there. <laughs> Oh, oh. It's a very cheap gag. Jesus. You know what, Tony? I and thought... he gets it all the time. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, put in the thriller laugh. Um, but what are we make of that? <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> and you, you know it's real because there's a map. It's an X. And you Meaning know they want us to fuck each other. It was three X's. Yeah, they want us to watch porn together. It's an X. You know, it kind of looks like Extin- Extinction Rebellion. huh? Oh, yeah. Which I'm not a Greta Thunderbird kind of person, but <laughs> that is like, the, that's spooky, climate change. Yeah, no, it is. The biggest horror story You know what, as well, you can tell they're aliens because it's quicker to go there 
from there to there, and then there, then there. But True. they went the long way, so they don't know the area. What are those fucking big brains for? You don't even know the oh. area, man. <laughs> um, but you know what? Uh, it, it's, it's arguable that people see weird things in the night sky that aren't totally real and that people get a bit carried away. Taking, for example... Uh, no, not that again. <laughs> um, don't know if you just remember this. When Mary was spotted again... In the Virgin Nock. Mary. The Virgin Mary yeah. was spot. Can we, uh, Fran? Can we get a bit more volume on this one? Because it's so interesting to hear. This is people spotting Mary, right? And see if this look to you looks like Mary or maybe the sun, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's illegal. So what you make it out? Is that the sun or is that the Virgin Mary? Oh. There was like 10,000 people at Knock who say that they saw yeah. the Virgin Mary and that is it. If I, when I see the sun, I go, oh, Jesus, fucking Jesus. Ah, thank you. Fucking thank you. Stop going Jamaican. That's not Jamaican. You went Jamaican there again. This is Jamaican. No, we're all right. Okay, we haven't got time. We haven't got time. But you know what? Actually, we did do a bit of a thing. So if you look closely this time, we have enhanced the footage. So we've put a bit of a contrast on it. So if you just look closely this time. <laughs> she was saying Marty. <laughs> so loud. She was saying Marty. Oh, Marty! Do you know, I'm going to be honest. I don't have TV. I don't know who he is. <laughs> I don't know who most people are. I don't know who Dahi O'Shea is. I don't know anyone. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Uh, I don't, I don't, really, I, I, I fundamentally don't, I see him around, obviously, as a presenter, but I don't, I don't He's know why. He's a whore for the entertainment. Okay, calm down. Sorry, I'm jealous. <laughs> he does travel shows, he does dancing, he does fucking sport. Well, well, for him, he's the butt of a joke tonight, which I think is the highest praise. Yeah. Um, Tony, do you have any scary uh, cork stories? Scary cork stories? No, but I'll tell you one of my favorite things I ever heard in cork. When I was here last time, right? I'm going to fuck up your accent, but I'll do it anyway, right? I was, and I thought this was the sweetest thing I'd ever heard, right? There was these lads Ooh. down. Ooh. There was these lads down the back of the bus, right? Now, I have to be, I have to be on the defensive, when I see lads down the back of the bus drinking cans, right? Because I've got glasses. I'm a target, right? I was once famously called by someone down the back of the bus, Oi, you science laboratory. <laughs> the whole the whole lab. Like, the, the whole, you're whole an entire lab. room of yeah. a building. So I thought these lads were real tough, right? You are a bit of a science laboratory. Yeah, I am, yeah. Okay, well, we're going to... Sorry, I just... Yeah. So this is lads, this is on the, uh, the bus, the, the air coach or whatever down, down sure. Cork, and these lads down the back of the bus, right? So I was on the defensive, right? It turns out I didn't need to be, right? Because these lads were so sweet, right? They were, playing, they were playing a game of Would You Rather, right? And these were like 18-year-old lads drinking cans, and they were playing Would You Rather. Now, I'm all for a good game of Would You Rather, right? I would, I'll tell you what theirs was in a second, right? But a bog-standard Would You Rather would be something like, Would You Rather Have... Dicks coming out of your knees or little fannies between your fingers. <laughs> right. And that's not a good example because it's obviously fannies between your fingers. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it has to elicit a response where you're like, Jesus, I don't want any of them loads, right? So these are the lads down the back of the bus. And this was their would you rather. One lad says the other is he goes, Okay, guys, here we go. <clears throat> Jamaican. Yeah. He goes, Okay, guys, would you rather? Eat nothing but onions for all your dinners. 
or live for one year in Shrek's swamp. <laughs> and I was afraid of them getting on the bus. So fucking innocent. And it's Shrek swamp, obviously. Shrek swamp. Beamish's class. Um, but Jordan, I think we're almost a bit, we're almost a bit out of time. Um, but we would like to, and we don't want this to be an intimidating thing, we would like to welcome you up if you do have a scary story or something weird that you're, you've heard in your family that maybe you heard a weird sound then it turned out someone died. I mean, you can make it better than that. <laughs> Does anyone have a weird story or something weird? Fucking go on, bit of Dutch courage. Something fucking spooky. get up there and say it. You've been thinking, oh, will I say that? Just say that thing. Come up and, and, and read it out. You'll have, you'll have accompanying spooky music. Brilliant. Can we hear it, please? What, what's your name? Neve. Give it up for Neve. Neve has revealed herself to be a liar. Okay, Jordan, she's Sorry, not even on the I've stage been yet. The whiskey. Sorry, I'll wait till you're on the stage. Neve. Hello, liar. Yeah, please, have a seat. It's only because it's my party piece. Oh, is it? Yeah, I Ooh. say it all the time. No, do you want to accompany spooky music? Yeah, or no, no, if you do, if you'd rather... No, you do. You. It's got babies and all, so oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus, bad Santa's back. <laughs> I know. Well, it was in our house, in my mum and dad's, and my littlest brother, um, he was only about six months old, and he was, was sick when he was born, so he had only just come home from hospital, and he had loads of toys and stuff like that. Sure. So my mum and dad woke up during the night to music playing, so they emptied, it was in the 80s, so all the toys were in the cot, so they took out the toys, but then the music kept on playing. <gasps> And then they found there was a music box, a jewellery box playing in the corner. So my dad wrapped it up in towels and stuck it in the hot press. But then... then <laughs> just to bake it for a couple of hours. So then the next morning... Ooh, Ooh. They got a call to say my mum's grand-aunt who had given her the jewellery box that had sat in the corner of the room for years. Silently. Had died during the night. Ooh! Ooh! That's brilliant! Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Well done. That is right, because a music box is traditionally one of the spookiest objects. It is, yeah. Ballerinas and stuff. Yeah, yeah, just tinkly music. It's like, why are they so sexy? They're so small, the toys. <sighs> why can't we make love to them? Ah, oh, it's scary. Uh -huh. The toys, like. Yeah, yeah. Also, what's interesting, so the toys were in the cut with your brother. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. It would have been so, not that I think you should change the story, but it would have been very scary if your brother was making the music. <laughs> right? Like Gizmo. What? Like Gizmo from Gremlins. He doesn't make music. Oh, does he play a saxophone? <laughs> he fucking sings, man. Anyway, look, we can talk about Thank you so much for doing that. That means we don't have to make one up off yeah. the top of our heads. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. And I think we're. I think we've. I think we've coaxed this nice well, thing to a close. Tony, let me ask you one question. Sure, please. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I forgot where I was. Um, now you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Fifty episodes or more. Yeah. If you had to create a scary, successful monster, ghosty thing, mm -hmm. what would it be? It would essentially just be uh, a lion with gorilla arms. Uh, and mostly still a lion's body and hu human, human legs. <laughs> And it's not so much scary as it is very sexy. <laughs> Do you like to be scared when you have sex? <laughs> what about you, Jordan? Come on, that's the sort of question you ask someone to be like, please ask me back. <laughs> you've, I, you've stolen my answer. I can't top it. I think mine would be, mine would be a, something that draws you in, mm -hmm. only to find out it's terrifying. So a horse is the most sexual of animals. Yeah. <laughs> Because you look at a horse, a horse is handsome, it has mm -hmm. hair, right? Even though I don't, I don't, I don't trust horses because I don't trust anything that lets a man ride it. <laughs> it's weak, it's a coward, a horse is a coward. <laughs> it's true. Here's the thing, right? If horses had any sense, 
they could revolt and they'd be ruling the world. Sorry, by haven't you ever seen the animated classic Spirit with all the music from Brian Adams? No. It'll change your idea between the bond of horse and man. Go anyway, on. nothing can stop me from thinking a horse is a coward, mm-hmm. yet an attractive coward. <laughs> so you're walking down the street and you see a horse. Mm-hmm. And you go, what is that horse? And you go into the alley where the horse is. Why is it an alley? Because it's scary. Okay. When you get closer, it's a teenage boy. Because they're uh, scary. Oh, they're terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not a horse. It's two teenage boys. (laughs) And they're asking you for money for fags. (laughs) And they're saying like, and they keep asking you where you get get those shoes from and stuff like that. I'm just trying to go home, mate. I'm just trying to go home. Yeah, and they're saying, where you get them from? Nice shoes, mate. And then as you try and run away, they turn back into the horse. They turn back into the horse. (laughs) Cowards. Um, Well, guys, thanks so much for coming out. Um... I do want to say a huge thank you because, I mean, Jesus, when uh, me and uh, my partner, Jago, who's not Jordan, started this podcast, um, we, <laughs> we, couldn't, we, we couldn't imagine that we'd come here and we'd have a, a lovely crowd to, to, to come and see us. And you've been absolutely sensational. Can we hear it one more time for up to 90? Yeah! And can we hear it one more time for the Cork Podcast Festival? Yeah! I can we have more time for us a little bit? A little bit. Thank you so much, guys. It's been an Thank absolute you. pleasure. Thank Cheers. Thank you so much. Oh, hang on. Oh, it didn't play. It doesn't matter. See you later, guys. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thanks. <laughs>